Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the No Low Ballers podcast. I'm your host, Logan Medish of High Caliber History, sitting around the table with the gunbroker.com and Go Wild crew. And we know the name of the show is No Low Ballers, and and that's really... It's really a touchy subject for some folks, right? And so we've we've made one exception. Generally speaking, no lowballers at this table, right? Um, except for this guy over here, we have our chief lowballer. What's the bullpen? We called in the called in our uh, our lowball closer. Here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Alan, tell us who we've got with us today. Uh, today we've got Dave Parrish from Gunbroker joining us, and uh, you know Dave certainly uh, understands the inner workings of, of Gunbroker, being an employee. But most of his knowledge is the hard hard gain type, where he has gone on and probably. One more auctions at the most insane value you've ever seen than anybody I know. So I don't know anybody who can better give us some tips and advice on how to not be a lowball necessarily, <laughs> but how to find really great value on on gun brokers. So awesome. glad to have Dave with us today. Yeah, welcome, Dave. Appreciate you. you being here. Cool. So, <clears throat> how how long have you been spending far too much money on gun broker? <laughs> I started at the end of March. Okay. So that's uh, yeah, just a. Oh, yeah, about four or five months. Okay, yeah. long enough to learn how to do it and do it right. <laughs> there are packages coming in all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The FedEx guys on a first-name basis, yep, right? Yep, yep, <laughs> See, the trick, as employees, there's no you know employee discount or anything, but the, here's right. the difference. When our wives walk in and notice us on Gun Broker, instead of getting in trouble, we get to say, honey, it's work. I'm just working late. Oh, it's, so. yeah. it's just work, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. Just, you're just a workaholic. You'll be like, overtime, that's, you know, you, well, what they don't realize is that the overtime, they got to pay for the habit, right? You know? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, well, she's been used to me before, though, so she's not too terribly surprised. Gotcha. Yep. So what's the most recent cool thing that you've managed to pick up that kind of surprised you? Uh... I guess overall it's kind of recent because it's constant uh, ammo. I, I've really? gotten so much ammo off the penny auctions, it's not even funny. So no you, you pay a penny, you pay shipping, get, you know, four boxes of Winchester double-out buckshot for twelve ninety-five because that's no the shipping. Kidding. Yeah, it's crazy. The penny that auctions are fun, fun, fun. Yeah, hmm. and, wow. and Dave, that's you're you're picking up like some mainstream stuff, like you said, double out, twelve gauge. But mm-hmm. you know, you also, of course, have a kind of eclectic collection, so you're finding some of the little. You, were you just telling me some what thirty-two Smith and Wesson? You, you yeah, through? so get, a little bit more of the eclectic stuff too. Yeah, I got uh, eleven rounds of period correct. Uh, I you said it's about nineteen eighteen thirty-two Smith and Wesson. I can't remember the head stamp. I haven't played with them yet, but I would not fire them. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the but caveat. I here, will right? own them. Oh right. yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, and then. Most recently, um, not super valuable, but I got a Hopkins and Allen's pre-bankruptcy, so pre-1898, hammerless. Mm -hmm. uh, They didn't promote it. They didn't sell very well. 
Mm-hmm. So I like those. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, we'll call them, um, what's the word? Oh, sleepers, yeah. like sleeper auctions, right? You know, where people oh, yeah. are just it's kind of flying under the radar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, my watch list is if it's two hundred on a on on a that's a bad day. <laughs> if I'm only why the three hundreds are really a lot, little more typical for the kinds of items that I'm watching all the time. Two yeah. hundred, man, those are rookie numbers. Yeah, you got to no step kidding. it up, right? <laughs> so explain the watch list to us. Some of us might not, you know, know how to use that or what sure. what that function is on a broker. So when you're scrolling through and you find something you like, maybe you don't want to throw a bid out right now. You just click watch. Boom shows up in your watch list. You can get emails and alerts like that set up. And uh, it's it's really anything listed on Gunbroker. You can watch it. So if you're like, who in the hell is going to pay this kind of money for this? Throw it on your watch list because somebody's going to pay more than that for it. <laughs> so, yeah, and then there's, you know, certain items that relist. Uh, I've got my little niche. Um, I, I collect, like, late 19th century, early 20th century pocket pistols, mm-hmm. mini revolvers, things like that. So I'll watch them because if it's an auction you come up on the last 15 minutes and there's no bids right um i mean there is no sniping on gun broker no because of that 15 minute rule because of the 15 minute rule however (laughs) if you wait until that last like five ten minutes Mm -hmm. and hit them with the bid the chances are you're gonna get it and i've gotten quite a few things that way so okay yep yeah, that 15-minute rule is, is interesting because that's something that uh, is kind of unique to you guys because, like, eBay doesn't have a 15-minute rule, mm-hmm. so you have that sniping that goes in there. But, I, you know, but you guys with the 15-minute rule really allows uh, a fair playing field oh, for folks. eBay counts on that sniping rule. I mean, oh, I, yeah. the number of times my wife and even me, I'll admit, have overpaid for something because, like, well, my budget is this. Oh crap! I got outbid at the last second. Next thing I know, I've paid a hundred bucks more than I planned on because mm-hmm. you get in that little, you know, ninety-second bidding war at the yep. end, and, mm-hmm. and that's no fun for anybody. So <clears throat> no, well, the seller enjoys yeah. it. <laughs> True, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think sellers probably hate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but at least they're making it's a buyer's market. You know, yeah, it's a buyer's market. If they yeah. they shouldn't have put it at an auction if they weren't comfortable for it selling low, right? And, and that's, that's you know, I am paying what you asked. Right. Fair enough. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm paying what you asked. You asked Absolutely. for a penny. Here's a penny. Where's my ammo? <laughs> Give me my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you know, that's probably a good jumping off point there too. I mean, the penny auction. You know, you you've talked about how that's a, a great deal. You've certainly cost me some money by explaining penny auctions and how they yeah, work. Yeah, it's gonna cost me yeah. some money. <laughs> oh yeah. So talk a little bit about those and how what, you know what kind of a strategy that has. So with the penny auction, uh, it literally opens at a penny. You've got all your shipping and fees and. Uncle Sam's taxes at the bottom, but it it starts out with a penny. I've seen uh, all kinds of things. These uh, we've we've seen Barretts come up on a penny auction. Really? What? No, they're never selling for a penny. Though. Yeah, I mean, never yeah. selling for a penny. But it gets that interest going, and then right. you know, they when you filter out, you're going, oh, a penny. Who wouldn't bid a penny? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's. That's, uh, as Alan said, it's, it's a bit of a trap because now you're at a penny. Right. Um, but, yeah, you can uh, you can bid. You can watch on those and see what happens. That's how I'm getting all this cheap ammo is I'm just watching it right down to the last 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Is that a reasonable price for shipping versus what I would pay down at my gun shop? Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm going for it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... it's, it's um, you will, you can get into some bidding wars there, but uh, if you watch those, especially uh, towards the end, mm-hmm. 
you know, you, I, I'll watch them all week, but still, you get towards the end, and that's where you're going, and I will let everybody know, all times are Eastern, okay, so I'm out of Idaho. Oh, so that's so it's a hitting, big difference It's hitting midnight out here. It's only nine o'clock. I'm not even ready for yeah. bed yet. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's the biggest steal on a penny auction that you've gotten? Uh, that's jeez, uh, that's hard to say because I've gotten flash uh, flashlights. Uh, I got a an SB tactical brace for an HK. Don't own an HK, but uh, not a yet. Penny. Right? He's wa- yeah. he's watching a dozen of them. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if I can get one for a penny, um, yeah, an ammo. I would have to say. Uh, I know I keep beating that dead horse, but it's. That's the sweet spot for it. It is great. Well, I mean, yeah. How many? Okay, now how many guns do you buy? How many guns does a normal person buy in a year versus how many boxes of ammo? Right. Right. So none of us are normal. We yeah. have no yeah. frame of oh. reference for that whatsoever. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. When I had to count that up and go, oh, I've bought eight, eight, eight guns in three or four months. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I have an FFL, so things have gotten stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, you can still count. If you can count them, I think you're probably. Yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can count them on two hands, you know, because you figure that's less than one a month if you average it out. If you have to start bringing in toes or a friend, if you use those two hands to put them to an Excel spreadsheet, does that still count? Sure, okay. I said two hands. Two I didn't hands? specify. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the penny auctions really are great deals. I mean, we don't want to make it sound like everything goes off dirt cheap on there because a lot of a lot of things like the Barretts will get to. I mean, their end price isn't really that far off from what a normal you know opening bid would be or a final bid or a buy it now price. Sure, you do though occasionally get some some pretty good deals. I, I say on average, um, a penny auction probably a ten to fifteen percent discount you know over what a buy it now price might be so it's usually a good starting point for a deal they're not all going to end up you know the steal of the lifetime but you can still find value in just your average penny auction as well yeah yeah one of the things that i really like is uh because i've got some uh odd interests as you might imagine um and i don't want to always have to be daily going through and searching for the stuff so i put in alerts for keywords yes. and stuff mm-hmm. you know um especially because it's, it's some of the stuff is weird enough that i know they're not going to pop up like maybe once or twice a year so i don't want to be in there 365 days a year looking for stuff and i just wait to get the alert email mm-hmm. you know yeah. and like and the volume of stuff that's listed on a daily basis it's it's just impossible to keep up with without oh, using yeah. some of those tools like the i mean alerts are great yep what absolutely. is what is the average number of of items that get listed Ooh, in a day boy. uh Tens of thousands? Uh, it's in the thousands for sure, and, and it will vary. Like, we, we have a couple of our major sellers um, that will do a two-week cycle, so we know on this given Monday we are going to see a massive upload from those folks. And we know the next Sunday there won't be anything, but then the following Sunday we see a massive spike in sales because that's when they all close. So it varies all over the place. Um, you know, And between that and we, the listings number is always a hard one for us to answer because there's so many variables that it could at any given time between real lists. And you'll also have a number of, um, of retailers who will list their virtual inventory. So what I mean is they don't necessarily have the gun in the safe in the back room. But if you order it from them, they'll place the order from their wholesaler and sh- you know ship it directly to your FFL. The, you don't know anything that's going on. The timing is still just as quick as if mm-hmm. he had it on a shelf. So, uh, I mean, there's thousands probably on certain days pushing tens of thousands of new listings going up every every day. I mean, we hit one billion 
um, in 24 years. Would we hit 1 billion like two months ago, a month ago? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. No. I remember yeah. seeing the announcement. So, and yeah. that was a piece of archery equipment, wasn't it? <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but that's a, that's a testament. Like you mentioned knives and flashlights and different things that oh. you've gotten with your penny yeah. deals and stuff. So like, yeah, it's, it's gun broker, but it's like everything boom and pointy and stabby and slashy. And When we saw we were coming up to one billion, flashy. we internally all started kind of joking maybe kind of hoping not uh what some of the stuff might be the one billionth listing we're like with our luck it's going to be a grip screw or you know, a, <laughs> a detent spring or <laughs> a detent spring would have been pretty funny you know but but there's guys out there like you you mentioned last night you're like i'm the kind of guy if i find a, a detent oh gotta build a new gun so you know there's one guy out there looking for an excuse to build a whole new gun because he found a detent it's wasteful know? I mean, there's a perfectly good spring right there. You yep. should put it to use. Absolutely. By that logic, last time I moved, I found three detent springs that had <laughs> sprung throughout the air. They were all sitting on top of one of my bookshelves, and I'm like, oh, man, I can't build three. Like, that, the wife will kill me, so, you know, right with the move. But, you know, it's but, – but I like that thought process, and that's why, you know, you said you bought the brace. You know, the gun's coming next, so that's – Yeah, I uh, I was telling Alan on the, the drive over here, it's uh, – the the – 410 buckshot mm-hmm. shells that I bought, I get them home and I'm going, well, I only have a two and a half. So now I had to go buy a, a shotgun, mm-hmm. you know, I had, that'll take three inch shells. It's just how it has to work. Absolutely. But on that one, I saved, uh, it was just a, a Mossberg 505, but I actually saved a hundred bucks over an unnamed big box store. Okay. That, uh, you know, if it's a brand new item, I'll go online. I'll look at all that, you know, sure. what, what's it going to cost me to order it from this place? Mm-hmm. And I've done that a few times on some new stuff where I'm saving 50 to 100 bucks off where I would buy it anywhere else. Sure. So. And that adds up. You know, people oh, don't yeah. think about it, but like, but that adds up. You know, that that covers your shipping costs mm-hmm. or it covers your sales tax or, you know, it it all it all makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and learn, like you said, learning the value, looking at the big box stores or the online retailers for the value stuff. I think that that really transitions nicely into the next thing we want to talk about is being able to use GunBroker to help value your collection. Oh, yeah. You know, you, whether you're thinking about selling it right now or not, you know, maybe you're looking to, to get a new insurance policy on stuff. And, mm-hmm. you, know, you we, know, we just took possession of my father-in-law's collection because he's moved into an assisted facility. So um, I've got his rather sizable amount of firearms on hand. And that's exactly what we're doing is trying to figure out. So that way his kids can decide what they want to keep, maybe what they mm-hmm. want to sell, what um, you know, what what makes sense to pass along here and there. So I'm really interested in learning about this one. Sure. Yeah, uh, that's something you could do with that watch list. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it, it's an old saying, you know. You go to the pawn shop and they're like, yeah, that's what that's what they're asking. What are they getting? Right. You know, because I can ask hundred thousand dollars you know but i'm not gonna get it so or five million for a revolver yeah for the 1917 from indiana jones if you don't know what we're talking about you have to go and check out a previous episode (laughs) yes yes that that one is is crazy but yeah uh you can just go in there and uh you can check out all the you know what's actually sold Mm -hmm. and those kind of valuations um which is fun and just kind of on that note that's uh, something that i'll do to sort of reverse engineer that process uh, a lot of them uh, on your older guns your curios your things like that they the seller will actually list the serial number right and in the images you can see all the proofs and things like that mm-hmm. i've run into a couple who have no idea what they're selling uh, hmm. 
Yeah. I will pay $130 for that revolver. Yeah. Right. I have no problem paying sure. for that because you don't know what it is. And then right. you hope nobody else is trying to find Figuring it, at the same it out. Time. Yeah. I There are four or five guys out there, customers. I can't assume that they're guys. And we are in the bidding war every single time for my weird little niche revolver. <laughs> there's like two of you out there. And there's, <laughs> and there's that guy again. Right. Yep. That's yep. funny. So there's there's been something interesting that has has been selling on Gunbroker um, that that are things that commemoratives. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not something that sure. we necessarily think of as bringing big bucks, um, but you guys have noticed an interesting uptick with a certain group of commemorative guns that have been selling recently for a surprising amount. We have. Uh, a few months ago, we saw the first of the Colt Snake Eyes sets come out. Now, these were commemorative sets released back in the late 80s, I believe. Um, 89. 89, yep. there you go. Yep, they were uh, Colt Pythons. A Dave, you know more about them than I do. All right, so... Uh, I, mean, like been... I own two of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the full set came out. They are, they are Colt Pythons. They are the only Python that does not have a Python roll mark on it. Uh, two and a half inch barrel. They are a matched set. Uh, one is uh, blued ones in stainless three they're really quite strange because they come with all of this stuff they have consecutive serial numbers um, that are set up in a way to be one two three eyes eyes one two three Um, and they come with this big display case it's a diorama is what it is Mm -hmm. it's a lighted display case it's got poker chips it's got playing cards Um, it's got Dice, it, and it's we're just seeing so many of them right now. It's really sort of incredible. Yeah, we saw the first set list, and we hadn't seen one list for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it hit a couple months ago and went for just under $30,000. Wow. And apparently, there's a lot of people who have them in their watch lists, like Dave, and just went, holy crap. Uh, they got what for that? Mm-hmm. Man, I got one. I'm going to list it. So then we saw another one drop on, and we saw another one drop on. And in the, I think we figured the last two months, we've seen 10 sets go on now. Wow. So at $30,000, though, what was the list price originally? Ooh, boy, that's a good question. Um, I mean, they listed pretty, well, from, from the second set on, they listed pretty stout to begin with, but I don't know what that first one started out at. The first one was your value. That was, I think, 29 and change. So that's the, if you wanted one, that was the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, they've been more the mid-30s. The high set, which was, they, they were only 500 sets, so they're serialized, you know, one of 500, two of 500. We had a set, I want to say, in the 400s go for $55,000. Oh, but on average, they're thirty to 35000 Right now, the one I'm interested in watching, we just listed. It's set 36 of 500 mm. So, And they're all different sellers. Um, they're and all, that's the interesting thing yes. is that it's not mm-hmm. one guy who's just pulling them out of his basement and selling them all. It's somebody saw it go off, their eyes got really big and went, um, yeah, I don't need this anymore. Right. <laughs> and it's just been, been trucking along. So, yeah, they went from really no movement in the market to, I mean, you know, 10 of 500 are now in the wind. So, yeah. That's, that's really wild. That's, you know, pythons always bring big money, you know, but they don't necessarily always bring that kind of big money, even oh, even yeah. for two pythons, you know. So that's that's really interesting that those are going for that, and it'll be really cool. We'll have to double back on uh, yeah. after number 36 closes because I'm, I'm sure – that one's gonna gonna come in high. You know, after the eighth set got listed, you know, we did a little bit of a, a some uh, some articles on it and t- kind of talked to it to through Gunbrokers uh, articles page and explained what the sets were and talked about the listings and 
we thought we had it covered, and you know, now we're already out of date by two auctions. So it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, very cool. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming and, and spending some time and sitting around the table with us. Um, many thanks to our chief lowballer who has come and joined us, Dave. Um, if, if that is not a placard on his desk <laughs> uh, from now on, it needs to be. You chief lowballer officer, lowballing yeah. officer. <laughs> lowballing officer in charge, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, but I appreciate you guys coming and, and spending some time around the table. One thing I would also like to tout uh, on Dave's work, he's also the master of our Wikipedia page. So if you oh. are looking for information and looking for um, you know, big sales, sales data, sales information, just Wikipedia is a really great resource for that. Something I never really understood until Dave kind of showed me the light on that. But mm. Wikipedia is a, is, is a really solid resource uh, for researching some of your gun information. Oh, yeah. Good yeah, deal. definitely. And I work in all those back channels, too. Okay. Firearms projects and stuff, so. Gotcha. Now yep. I'm going to go on there and find some obscure item and see if I can figure out what your name is. Don't, t- don't tell anyone because then you'll know like oh now you're bidding against dave so. right right oh and gun broker yeah no. <laughs> dave's like nope bring it on you're never gonna figure it out no nope. it's gonna be something like princess kitten 493 you know something ridiculous Dude. oh now i gotta build a new account Dude. <laughs> Uh, well, if someone out there actually has Princess Kitten for it, that would be hilarious. Uncool, man. Yeah, I know. Burned. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just that guy. So. <laughs> uh, I'm that guy. But we appreciate you all being that guy and gal and, and tuning in to the No Low Ballers podcast. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on your favorite platform. Uh, give us a like. Leave us a review. Leave us comments. Um, you're you're not going to hurt our feelings one way or the other. Uh, we, we love a good comment section, so bring it on. We want to hear it all. Um, again, thank you to everyone for joining us, and we will see you right here on the next episode of the No Low Ballers podcast.